0: This is Matt Woodley, editor of PreachingToday.com on Monday Morning Preacher, and I'm here today with our guest host, Dave Ferguson. Dave, it's great to have you. It's good to be here. Thanks for having me, Matt. This episode of Monday Morning Preacher is brought to you by ctpastors.com, the new home for pastors at Christianity Today. C.T. Pastors is for working pastors, by working pastors, to equip you for church ministry. Join for free today at ctpastors.com. So, Dave, you are at a church
1: called the Yellow Box. That's not the real name, but tell us about how it got that nickname. Actually, the church I lead is called Community Christian, but our first location, we didn't have any money. So we basically built like a butler building, uh, just a box. A box. And rather than kind of paint it gray, we painted it bright yellow. Yes. (laughs) And so when people drove by, instead of calling it Community Christian, they go like, oh, I go to the Yellow Box. (laughs) And literally ever since. Now we've added a a few additions, so it actually looks decent now. But we actually on the outside, it says yellow box. I've driven by it many times, and it is
0: a yellow box. Yes, it is. So uh, you and your brother John wrote a book called Finding Your Way Back to God. And uh, as part of the promo material for that book, you guys write, and I quote, we live at a very important time in the spiritual trajectory in our society and world.
1: Um, Describe what is the spiritual trajectory trajectory that we're on. Describe that for us. Uh, Maybe different than others. I see it as a time of tremendous opportunity. Mm -hmm. I think there's almost unprecedented kind of searching. We have a generation of people who once had kind of an inherited faith, but I think instead we have a generation of people that are now, it's more of an investigative faith, Mm. and they're looking for something. And they're looking for this God they believe in, but mm, I didn't find it at the last place. And I think what they're looking for, and this is why we wrote the book, for someone to help them find their way back to God. What do preachers need to unlearn about our
0: approach to preaching given this new cultural context we're in?
1: People are spiritual but not biblical. Hmm. If they're showing up at your church, they're looking for something. There's, very, there's less and less people that feel obligated to be there right. on Sunday. And so I think we need to assume, hey, these people are interested in spiritual things. They just don't understand biblical things, which then means how do I make this accessible? Yeah, And I think the other thing is I'd say that I think they're they're also on a journey. Um, And how do we help them take the next step on their journey? And how do we help everybody find their way back to God?
0: Yeah. Tell us, how does preaching, what is the role of preaching in helping them find their way back to God?
1: I think preaching is a way to shepherd and even lead in creating culture. And think about three expanding concentric circles. And so at the center of it are what we call values. And then the second concentric circle is what you call narrative. And then the third one is behaviors. And I think every time you get up to teach or preach, you start with those values. That's the core of it, the biblical truth. Okay, here's what we value. Here's the thing we're teaching you today. But you begin to use stories, okay, that come from your community and words, maybe that are unique to that missional context that move people to help them understand that value. And I think the third piece, though, that makes for the very best Teachers and preachers, those who are best able to mobilize people and, and move them to, to better follow Jesus. I think are people who get the third part. And I think the third part is behavior. And and they're able to actually say, you know, and here's how I'm attempting. You know, and it's not like you have to be perfect. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's not like you've got it figured out, but here's how I'm attempting, okay, to live this out um, the way Jesus has challenged us to or the way the gospel mm. has challenged us to what a lot of preachers do it's kind of like here's the values of the truth and here's the narrative and story and that's all we give them it implicitly tells people all we have to do is just believe a certain thing and tell stories and they can be stories from other places we don't actually have to have to do it mm. we don't actually have to behave that way right and so i think preaching is really a way of creating uh shepherding leading culture and, and in our case a, a culture of helping people find their way back to god
0: So we're going to listen to a clip from one of your sermons that you did, and then you and
1: I are going to break this down. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And that was something that I needed to learn. So when do you tell your story? You tell your story when people know you really care about them, when they really want to hear your story, when they hear about the life that you've you've experienced. And one of the ways that we've encouraged people around here at Community to be really intentional about caring for people, whether you ever get a chance to tell your story or not, but you do hope you get to is what we call our blessed practices, okay? And these blessed practices, if you've never heard these before, these are revolutionary, I'm telling you, these are great ways to build relationships, great ways to care for people, and here here they are. They simply are like this. It begins with B. B is begin with prayer. You begin by praying for the person. If there's someone you want to really impact to influence their life, it may be a neighbor, a loved one, a family member, a person at work, you begin, you just pray for them. And you can do that every day. The second, the L stands for listen. It doesn't start with you telling your story, Dave it starts with listening a listening kind of posture to get to know them the E this is a little surprise one is to eat and we're going to talk about that one there is nothing like eating together to actually take a relationship to a new place and for those of you who ever dated right when you ask someone out to dinner all of a sudden something different a dynamic changes when you go out to eat then there's S because after you've prayed for them listened to them eaten with them they will tell you how to love them then you get the opportunity to serve them Are you tracking with me on this? And then after you've done all those things, then you have the opportunity to share your story. Now, what's cool about these practices, these are some things that we put some titles to, but actually we see this in the life of Jesus, and we actually see this consistently with with the believers throughout the New Testament.
0: How would you describe um, the preaching style that you use to reach people far from God? We always strive for one big idea. Uh
1: Uh-huh beyond even just the the, the teaching part and that the music and video. And we really strive really, really hard to make sure there's one big idea that they leave with. One thing that they can do to, to take the next step of following Jesus and find their way back to God.
0: So simple. Simplicity simple, of structure. Yeah, simple, yeah.
1: yes. And I think and again it was back to what we talked about earlier. Accessible. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people don't do the hard work of making it simple and accessible.
0: It is hard work. It is. Yeah. And, and
1: and some people they look at that as you know, it turns out if sometimes not always, I'm not but sometimes if they all you know, if your points kind of start with R, maybe they remember it. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, they won't. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, whatever yeah. you have to do, we want to make it really simple, but also accessible, and, but also something that's absolutely true to Scripture. Yeah.
0: So some people, you know, we used to do altar calls or raise your hand. How, how do you guys handle that? You know, like, bam, this is the point where you can accept Jesus.
1: We, we'll do a variety of different things. Um, we just finished up a series uh, not too long called Starting Over. Which is actually the follow-up book, uh, John and I did from Finding Your Way Back to God. And in the the Starting Over, the uh, the graphic that we used was actually this old, kind of uh, dilapidated, like piece of wood, and it was like halfway painted over with white. Hmm. And um, we went through the series, and the subtitle is Moving Beyond Your Regrets. And so we had people deal with what are your regrets. Um, we talk, in the three weeks, we try, here, here's my three R's. Listen to this. Yeah. <laughs> we challenged them to recognize their regrets. That was week one. Uh-huh. What, I mean, just be honest about them. what are the things that, that are holding you back in so many different areas of life, and then to release them. And there's a variety of ways. Either forgive others, forgive yourself. And in some ways, we've talked about how do you, what does it mean to forgive God? And then the third one was then to um, to go ahead and redeem your regrets. And so what does it mean to let God take those things that were that feel like great evil and use them for good? And we gave people the opportunity Said, hey, if that's you, and this has been your experience, that you're ready to let God redeem your regrets, we want you to come forward. And we actually had giant pieces of wood up on the stage with uh, buckets of paint and rollers. And people got a chance to come forward. And we gave them actually a chance to be baptized. So before they would actually get into the baptistry, they would take one of those rollers and they would kind of roll over that old piece of wood. Kind of like, you know what? This is what Jesus has done for all my regrets yeah. Are, they're gone. Mm-hmm. And then they go into the baptistry. Mm. And so we do we, we do a, a lot of different kinds of things uh, to kind of create those kind of opportunities. Yeah. yeah, that's really good. Well, let's talk about something utterly crucial, and that's the
0: preacher's heart. You know, we're all busy pastors. Every pastor is busy. In the midst of that pastoral busyness, how do you keep a fire burning in your heart for people that are far from God?
1: I'm convinced you reproduce who you are Hmm. in everything
0: and in your preaching. Pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much.
1: Right. And so uh, who I am is really important to the, back to what we talked about er earlier on to the kind of culture I want to create and who I want to see other people be. Um, It's, it's so interesting Um, as my kids were growing up, um, I kind of made it a a point to almost every week we go have a breakfast date with them. And, But it's—and so sometimes I'd put it on Facebook, hey, I'm out having bagels with Caleb, or I'm having—you know, I'm at Starbucks with Amy, or, you know, I'm at Dunkin' Donuts with with Josh. And But what's interesting is so many guys in our church now, they they take their kids out for, like, a breakfast. Hmm. And I had someone text me just to say, hey, when you're taking your kids out, now, how did that work? You know, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. So you reproduce who you are. And so when it comes to the help people find their way back to God, I mean, one of the things that I've tried to make uh, a discipline is I journal almost on a daily basis, and we do these things called blessed practices. And the blessed practices are begin with prayer, listen, eat, serve, and share your story. It spells bless. And so I have a list of about a dozen people that every day that are on my list that I'm just praying for. I had one of the guys I've been praying for for three years who um, is a friend of mine. Our, we both have kids who run cross country together. Just a great guy, yeah. a real successful business guy. but. Uh, There's some stuff going on in his life where, um, talking about starting over and regrets, I mean, just he was stuck. And, I mean, this weekend, um, I've probably gotten half dozen texts, a couple emails, a couple calls, just him. I mean, he is just totally on fire, amped about, I mean, Mm. about what a difference, this whole forgiveness thing. I mean, it's like he got grace for the very first time, you know. I mean, God allowed me, and it's a privilege to be able to pray for him, you know. We get together. I listen to him. We had breakfast on Friday just to talk about next steps. And that was kind of a big breakthrough f- moment for him. And uh, he texted me the week and said, hey, you know what? My, my, my birthday's on Easter. Is there any chance I can get baptized on hmm. Easter? And I was hmm. like, I think we can make that happen. Oh,
0: that's fantastic. Yeah. So yeah.
1: I think if I'm not involved in loving people and helping people find their way back to yeah. like that, how can we have a church that does that? Yeah.
0: I have seen your prayer journal. Well, you showed it to me. Okay. okay. Yeah, so, so like, hey, I wasn't sneaking into your bedroom <laughs> looking at you. Uh, you showed it to me. Yes. <laughs> and
1: it was pretty impressive. So, anyway, it's well, actually, I, it actually, it actually— we don't want to kid our list. I mean, it's only one page, so it's not impressive. But well, I think yeah, but it's, you're cool doing that, it. it's cool you're, that I'm doing I think it's good You good to are do it.
0: doing it. There there you're go. not just preaching about yeah. it. You're but doing it. There's nothing it. anybody yeah.
1: listening couldn't yeah. do in 15 Abs- minutes. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, Dave, thanks for being with us on Monday Morning Preacher. Thanks for your perspective. I think you've given us some really practical, challenging stuff. So, thanks a lot. Thanks, Matt, very much. So is Matt Woodley with Monday Morning Preacher. Hope you can join us for our next episode. Monday Morning Preacher is a production of Christianity Today, which actually produces two other great podcasts. First, we have a podcast called The Calling, an interview show about the nature of church leadership, its joys, its struggles, and how God is... Uniquely Wired People to Work Within His Church. Each episode, we feature one Christian leader, one calling, one honest conversation. And then search Christianity Today and check out our other podcast called Quick to Listen.